The Canby Report was produced and recorded on the traditional and unceded lands of the Musqueam, Squamish, Tsleil-Waututh, and Quequitlam peoples. It is March 1st, 2022, and there are two days until voting opens in the One City Vancouver nomination race. This is the Canby Report. I'm Ian Bushfield. On today's special episode, we're going to introduce you to some of the people seeking nominations for Council, School Board, and Parks Board with One City Vancouver for this fall's municipal elections. We've ordered them alphabetically by first name, and you can find more information about any of these candidates at nominate.onecityvancouver.ca. First, let's hear from some of the Council nominees. Hello, Canby Report listeners. My name is Bobo Eirik, and I'm seeking a one-city nomination to run for Vancouver City Council on the unceded territories of the Musqueam, Squamish, and Tsleil-Waututh peoples. I'm a physicist who would be working on clean energy production if I wasn't on, currently on paternity leave, raising not only my 10-month-old twins, but also the seriousness of Vancouver's housing shortage in my campaign for City Council. Many of the crises that the city is facing, housing affordability, climate change, a worsening quality of life, fewer economic opportunities for residents, and extreme homelessness, to name just a few, are exacerbated by the city's lack of housing, which is what I'm trying to solve. Vancouver is in urgent need of a lot more housing, both market and non-market. But instead of making building easy and quick, the approval process is fraught with delays, uncertainties, and arbitrarily imposed costs. The approach is completely backwards and results in the city repeatedly failing to meet not just its own targets on housing, affordability, climate, and transportation, but also the needs of its residents. I want to be a voice on City Council for the idea that housing is a benefit in and of itself. I was drawn to one city because I believe in the idea that every neighborhood should be for everybody. Achieving this ideal starts by overhauling Vancouver's zoning rules. Reserving the vast majority of land for detached homes is appalling, but the intentional preservation of Shaughnessy's estate character is unconscionable. All types of housing, whether non-market, purpose-built rental, or individually owned, should be allowable on every city lot and at the required density that makes them financially viable. I also believe it's important we prioritize densifying the wealthier neighborhoods to reduce redevelopment pressure on vulnerable residents. Housing is often delayed by a public hearing system that serves as a glorified filibuster platform for residents opposed to change. We need to reform our consultation process so that we seek out and hear from the underrepresented voices in a timely manner. Consultation is a process, it's not the goal. More housing will mean more residents. We'll need more schools, hospitals, parks, and a transportation system that's capable of efficiently moving these people around. We'll have ever more gridlock if more people means more cars. We need to provide alternatives with improved pedestrian access, a citywide cycling network, and bus-only lanes that improve the carrying capacity and speed of transit. Pairing these transportation changes with eliminating parking minimums, priced street parking, and congestion fees is a sure way to really drive mode shift away from vehicles. Vancouver has been my home for 12 years, and I hope I'll be able to raise my kids here. This campaign has reinvigorated my love for the city and my intention to do whatever I can to raise the need for more housing so that the city can truly be a welcoming place for people to live. 
Hi, Canby Report listeners. This is Counselor Christine Boyle on the unceded territories of the Musqueam, Squamish, and tsleil First Nations. It has been a huge honor to serve as the first one-city Vancouver counselor these past three and a half years. Since 2018, I've led Council's work on addressing the climate emergency by tackling the largest sources of carbon pollution in Vancouver, buildings and transportation, with a strong equity lens. And I've worked hard alongside One City School trustee Jennifer Reddy to advance efforts on safe routes to schools, as well as slow streets, and an expansion of public and active transportation options, curb cuts, and pedestrian safety investments. Amid a worsening drug poisoning crisis, I have consistently advocated for life-saving harm reduction supports, safe supply, and decriminalization. I've supported the public services that residents rely on, including public library services and the move to find free libraries. I've led Council to implement the United Nations Declaration on the Rights of Indigenous People. I've secured funding for language translation to ensure more residents are included in city processes. And I've worked to strengthen tenant protections, especially for our most vulnerable and housing-insecure neighbors. Finally, I've worked incredibly hard to protect and expand non-market, co-op, and rental housing in every neighborhood of Vancouver. But this council has been too slow and too cautious in taking action to address the housing crisis. And while council delays, renters... Families and working people are being pushed further out of the city. We need to do more. I'm asking One City members to renominate me as one of their council candidates in order to help get a strong slate of One City candidates elected on October 15th, 2022, so we can continue to lead on climate action, on affordable housing, and on building a city that works for all of us. Hi. My name's Dan Rothwell. I'm a young queer lawyer living in the West End with my husband and our dog, Winston. I'm someone who lives with chronic mental health challenges. So one of the reasons why I'm running is to make Vancouver a more equitable community. I'll bring both the passion and my legal skill set to the job. We need to approach local issues with an intersectional lens to help us realize that the issues we're facing are interconnected. We have so much we can accomplish when we champion and elevate the diversity present in our city. My background, I went into law to advocate for people who have been marginalized. So in my career, I've worked with refugees, I've defended clients in criminal law cases, and I fought to defend our natural resources in environmental conservation. So I'm somebody who wants to learn the systems in order to know how to change them. I'm an activist at heart. Lately, locally, I was involved with the Disco Task Force organizing to counter-protest the street preachers. A few years back, I had a legal internship in Manila in order to promote LGBTQ rights in Southeast Asia. So my priorities for the city, housing density, we should capture unearned land lift through a land value tax and use that to fund a mix of housing. We need a density across our city We need upzoning and a wide variety of development. Uh, Second priority is to look at safe supply. We need to respond to the drug poisoning crisis. If other levels of government aren't going to provide safe supply, then we need to step in and do everything we can. I also want to look at detasking our police, and that would look like building up a better mental health team that would 
be responding without police. So we should fund peer-led, nonviolent mental health teams for support and wellness checks. Finally, I want us to look at the 15-minute city, the ability to walk or cycle or transit to more of your needs in a local zone. So that would require zoning changes, but that would help us reduce trips and incentivize decarbonization. We could also look at mobility pricing, and I would suggest that we look at doing that on a progressive scale in order to factor in the ability to pay. Those are just some of the ideas that I'm encouraging One City members to consider adding to our platform for this fall's election. And I would be very glad to be a flag bearer for One City this fall if the members do choose me as one of the four council candidates. Once again, my name is Dan Rothwell, and thank you for taking the time to listen. Hi, I'm Ian Cromo, and I'm seeking a nomination to a city council with One City Vancouver. I moved back to Vancouver in 2009 after finishing my MSc in epidemiology at Queen's. I was lucky enough to receive a very warm welcome to a city that I didn't have a lot of social contacts in because I was a musician. Um, there is a really cool community of arts and culture organizers, entrepreneurs, and artists who are here in the city just beneath the surface, and I was able to tap into that. And I was lucky because I learned that that's not a normal experience. A lot of people have a really hard time making social connections in the city. And that's why in 2016, I founded an organization called Locals Lounge, the purpose of which is to help people connect to Vancouver through its music community. We are dealing with a number of overlapping crises at the moment. There's, of course, the climate emergency, which is here. There's the pandemic. And there's, it's weird to say this out loud, the resurgence of global fascism. And all of these things are happening at the same time. While the city is also dealing with a major housing shortage and a drug poisoning crisis, among other things. I think all these problems have solutions, but I think all of those solutions require us to be working together. What the pandemic has shown us is that we can accomplish amazing things when we look out for our neighbors and when we work together. But Vancouver was a city where that was already hard before the pandemic. And then we got locked inside for two years. I think if we're going to make a the kind of recovery that we need to make in order to tackle these problems, we need to be thinking about investing our, in our community infrastructure. What I do for a living is I'm a health economist. I look at the most appropriate way to invest public funds for public benefit. I want to bring those kinds of questions and that kind of thinking to city council to make sure that when we make our budgetary decisions, that we're doing it with the best possible outcomes in mind and aware of all the possible trade-offs. I think that one city is exactly the right party to lead the work of making more social connections because of the prioritization of racial inclusivity. We can capitalize on the incredible human resource that we have in the city of different backgrounds, different ethnicities, different cultures. And I think that putting arts and culture in public spaces is the perfect way to unlock that. So I hope that you'll support my nomination. I think that the city's best days are still ahead of it. But we have a lot of challenges to face. So let's face them together. Thanks. 
Hi, my name is Ayana Bonami, but my parents call me Zibling, which is my Cantonese name. I am a proud first-generation Chinese-Canadian, born and raised in Vancouver. I am also fluent in Cantonese. Uh, I'm seeking the nomination for Vancouver City Council with one city. I'm currently a City of Vancouver Senior Transportation Planner, a QP member, and I have 13 years of experience in urban planning. I'm also a mom of two young boys, ages four and seven, and they are the biggest reason why I want to do more to preserve the livability of Vancouver. When I think about their future and what climate change could bring and what our housing crisis could look like in the future, I am worried, I feel anxious. Like so many parents, I just want them to be safe and healthy. So that's why I want to help the city do more to tackle climate change and help create complete, diverse, and inclusive communities. Uh, I know how the city runs and how policies are developed and turned into action. And I have a lot of experience many, uh, working on complex projects with diverse teams um, and also developing and implementing policies. I want to bring this experience to council to ensure that we are effective and efficient in how we make policies. We don't have any time to waste. We really need to act now. So if you're a One City member, I'm hoping I can count on your support on March 3rd and 4th. Thank you. Tensei, hello. My name is Matthew Norris, and I'm running for One City's nomination for City Council. You can find more about my campaign at matthewnorris.ca. I'm Nehthau Woodlands Cree, a proud member of the Lac Larange First Nation, and I'm an experienced Indigenous community leader. I've advised elected leaders working on municipal, provincial, and federal issues for the past eight years, and I intend to use this experience to address many of the issues confronting our city, be it housing affordability, poison drug supply, growing inequality, and the climate crisis. You may be aware that for the past three years, I worked as one city city councillor, Christine Boyle's policy and communication specialist. I worked with Christine to develop concrete proposals to address many of the issues confronting our city, be it Vancouver's housing crisis, advancing the rights and interests of Indigenous peoples, protecting vulnerable cultural businesses and food assets, addressing historical discrimination, and advancing the city's efforts to combat climate change. What you may not know is that I'm also the president of the Urban Native Youth Association, one of the largest urban Indigenous organizations in the province, which provides a variety of programming for Indigenous youth. I have proven experience in bringing affordable housing to our city by leading a cross-government partnership to develop an Indigenous youth center, post-secondary institution, and non-market housing for Indigenous youth and their family. And I have extensive experience working on a variety of cross-government issues as a policy analyst for the Union of BC Indian Chiefs, as an Indigenous delegate to the United Nations, and as a board member for the BC Office of the Canadian Centre for Policy Alternatives. I have, I'm a PhD candidate at UBC in political science while holding both a master's and a bachelor's degree. I sit on a variety of advisory committees at UBC and with the province climate action secretariat, and I had previous work experience with the Mount Pleasant Neighborhood House, Tawasin BIA, and the BC Ministry of International Trade. I'm excited to use these skills to lead change as your elected representative on city council, and I'd very much like the opportunity to speak with you and hear your priorities and earn your vote. Hi, hi for listening, uh, and please uh, support my campaign uh, for city council. Thank you. Hello, this is Nick Lauga, and I'm super honored to be able to speak to the Canby Report listeners. I'm running for the nomination of one city for city council. In short, I want one city to win this October election. 
I will use the last 20 years of experience running my consulting company, where I brought transformational change to governmental organizations and municipalities, specifically through the consultative process. I'll use my experience to expand the One City brand so that is appealing to new voters who do not traditionally vote for One City, while at the same time not watering down the One City's ambitious agenda. I can tell you through my 20 years of experience that if we don't change the consultative process, we will either continue to fail or only bring incremental change. I will bring systematic change to areas of housing, climate change, and equity. Some of you may have seen me volunteering my time with One City during the pandemic. Win or lose this nomination, I will continue to donate my time and money, no matter the outcome of this nomination. My top three issues are climate, equity, and housing. For housing, we need to change the rules so that housing is suitable for all income levels in all areas of the city by right, and not through some long consultative process in the city. This also includes social, supportive, co-ops, non-market, non-profit, and rental in all neighborhoods. Single-family zoning in a city is an anathema to our housing and climate emergencies. For climate, we need to take it seriously. This includes not forcing people to live outside of the city, which means more traffic, more car pollution, and living in another municipality with a weaker environmental standard. We should try to build as much wood frame homes as we can without the massive concrete excavation for cars. We need to 10X the rate of growth of our active transport networks. We need to make our heat pump approval process much less onerous. And I don't want to see another 99 people die in the next heat waves. We must change the consultative process. It has to be shorter and it has to be based on what marginalized people actually want rather than how we currently consult. If you listen to what the city consults about, you would think we are in a shadow crisis and not a housing crisis. We have to bring the consultative process to marginalized voices rather than expecting time constrained people to come to a long, deep consultative process about building form and curve bulges. We must implement UNDRIP unconditionally. We must make land use decisions based on the fact that Vancouver is on unceded First Nations land. And we must lobby the province so the city can hire and fire the Vancouver Police Board. Vote for me, Nick Lauga, first in the STV vote so we can get real change in housing, climate, and equity. Hi, everyone. It's such an honor to be speaking to all of you, the listeners of the Canby Report. My name is Rakshin Kandula, and I'm one of the City Council candidates with One City Vancouver. I'm seeking nomination because I believe that our city needs more diverse, bold, and progressive voices on council. I'm a grateful Vancouverite that settled on the unceded Coast Salish territory in 1999 with my family as a child. I immigrated from India to Vancouver for a better life, a place with clean air, clean water, and safety. I grew up in Vancouver, in South Vancouver, where we lived on rent, and my parents worked multiple jobs to make ends meet and provide for us. I saw them struggling to understand the complicated institutions, especially our municipal systems. I saw the power of community during this time, and I learned from these experiences that it is my responsibility when I'm in a position to help our city and the people in it. I went to Moberly Elementary School and David Thompson Secondary School. 
After graduating from high school, I attended UBC and I got my first degree in sociology and geography. I then continued to get my teaching degree. Uh, I've worked in many public schools around our city and our province. And then I went back for my master's degree in leadership and administration with the focus on social justice and reconciliation. Uh, I am a public high school teacher. I am a new mom, a new parent to two beautiful young kids. And I'm a childcare advocate and a very, very dedicated union member. I serve on Vancouver's Children, Youth and Families Advisory Committee, and I am on the uh, Development Permit Board Advisory Panel. The most important role that I serve for our city is being a member on the Board of Variants. As a member of the Board of Variants, I have gained insight into the complicated municipal permitting process when it comes to housing, and I have great ideas on how to make the permitting process simpler, more accessible, and save money. I believe that I'm going to be the voice of the working people and families. I believe that Vancouver City Council needs bold and progressive voices that represent the diversity of our city. We have that. We have great people in our city and we know that our city has great potential. We need to make that known at a global scale and at our local scale. Please consider nominating me on March 3rd and March 4th. And it would be my honor to serve as your candidate on the city. Thank you very much for listening to me. Thank you very much for giving me an opportunity to share with you my skills and my experiences. And I look forward to serving you as your nominee. Vote Candola for Council on March 3rd, March 4th. Candola for Council. Thank you. Also running for a council nomination is Constant Barnes, but we didn't receive a clip from her by the deadline. Members will have the chance to elect up to four council candidates. Next up, we'll hear from those seeking a school board nomination. Hi, Cami Report listeners. My name is Kyla Epstein, and my pronouns are she, her, and I'm seeking a nomination with One City Vancouver to run for the Vancouver School Board and join One City's current trustee, Jennifer Reddy, at the table. I value learning, trust, integrity, reciprocity, and being curious. And these are the values that I try and hold on to as I figure out what it means to live, work, and parent on the stolen land belonging to the Musqueam, Squamish, and Tsleil-Waututh nations. I'm committed to doing my part as a Jewish settler to listen, learn, and take action towards decolonization and Indigenous sovereignty. I believe strongly in public education, public services, and in supporting public service workers. My years working with the amazing people at BCIT, my time as a public library trustee, along with my 16 years as a member of the Canadian Union of Public Employees, means that I know that it is often people who are doing the day-to-day -day work who are left out of decisions that most impact them. As a parent of a kid in a Vancouver school, I am both grateful for his experiences at school and also know that we can do even better for all kids, teachers, and school staff. All students need to be supported in their learning and emotional well-being, and every student should have access to arts education, outdoor education, culturally relevant materials, and the chance to build the relationships they need for a constantly changing world, including this current pandemic and the climate emergency. 
Every teacher and school staff should have the resources and tools they need so that students with a diverse range of abilities can thrive. Every family should be welcomed at their school and be able to safely access the services and information they need, which is why sanctuary school policies are so crucial. Every school needs to be a place where everyone is treated with dignity and their identities are welcomed and respected. Public education districts should protect public land for future generations. This land, which belongs to the local First Nations, should be stewarded following the United Nations Declaration on the Rights of Indigenous Peoples. It should not be sold for short-term gains and private interests. At the moment, there are far too many barriers for families and kids to participate in the school board's decision-making processes. Consultation must be meaningful, it must allow for those impacted to influence the outcomes, and it must go to where people are at instead of needing people come to them. When it comes to potentially joining the Vancouver School Board, I know that governance is, at its core, about how we choose to be together, how we choose to take care of each other in the land, and how we choose to use the resources we have. I think best when I do it with others, and I act best when being held accountable by others. And I'm so excited to campaign with the entire One City Slate to elect a great group of people to council, school board, and park board. And I'm especially excited for the school board, where with Jennifer Reddy, Rory Brown, Krista Sigurdsson, and Gavin Cade Summers, we can elect a One City majority for a progressive, inclusive, and vibrant school district. Thank you so much for listening. As Kyla said, also running for school board nominations are Jennifer Reddy, Rory Brown, Gavin Summers, and Krista Sigurdsson. All five candidates for school board will be acclaimed. Finally, One City's Park Board candidates. Hi, my name is Caitlin Stockwell, and I am seeking a nomination to run as a One City candidate for Park Board. I'm a longtime climate advocate, a lawyer who works for Indigenous Nations, and I'm an avid Parks and Rec user who is privileged to live on the unceded territories of the Musqueam, Squamish, and Tsleil-Waututh Nations. Vancouver's Park Board makes significant decisions that shape the city, its climate goals, relationships with Indigenous nations, and its public spaces. I'm running because I believe the Park Board is at a critical juncture for implementing plans to protect our park facilities from extreme weather events and for taking meaningful action to decolonize park decision-making processes. I'm so inspired by One City's demonstrated commitment to climate justice and upholding Indigenous rights, and I believe now is the time to bring this action to our parks. I'm running as a climate advocate. I have a background in environmental law, including advocating for stronger park protections and working on some different climate change litigation cases. I see the potential for parks to protect our communities from the impacts of climate change, including by providing us with shade and, and managing stormwater. I understand that park planning will play an essential role in meeting Vancouver's climate targets by encouraging our transition to active transit. And I recognize the need to maintain and build resilient park infrastructure in the face of a changing climate. As a lawyer who supports the work of Indigenous nations upholding rights and title, I see Vancouver's public spaces as important sites for recognizing Indigenous laws and governance. As a park board commissioner, I would work hard to listen to and support the priorities of the Musqueam, Squamish and Tsleil-Waututh nations with respect to decision-making in their territories. I have experience working for nations who are structuring co-management arrangements with the province and Canada over their lands and resources, as well as other Indigenous-led decision-making models. I believe respecting Indigenous governance is integral to a more just and, and equitable Vancouver for everyone. 
I'm also running as someone who uses PATH facilities on a daily basis. I cycle commute from Strathcona to work. I, I use them for triathlon training and gathering with friends. I'm heavily invested in protecting and increasing the number of park facilities in a way that responds to the variety of ways people use parks and reckon their daily lives. As a park board commissioner, I would work to equitably increase park facilities and build partnerships with community organizations to address the increased pressures we're seeing on our parks as a result of a growing population or increased uses for outdoor gatherings over the pandemic and to respond to the needs of those sheltering in parks. Our city's parks and rec are essential to vibrant, just, and climate-resilient communities. And with your support, I hope to help implement One City's vision for a sustainable and equitable city as a park board commissioner. Hi, everyone. My name is Jada Natalie Stevens, and I'm seeking the nomination for park board with One City. I've been living on the unceded territory of the Squamish, tsleil and Musqueam since 2003. I work at TransLink in a role I absolutely love, where I work in wayfinding and experiential design. In this role, I analyze how people connect between transit services, and I develop strategies to improve how people can plan their trip and find their way around our region. In my downtime, I've been an active volunteer and advocate with various urban initiatives and nonprofits that advance social equity in BC. I'm the chair of the PAC of the Digital Media Program at Vancouver Community College, and I also enjoy mentoring college grads to help them achieve their career goals. As a designer, I'm passionate about accessibility design. And as a person who's living with a visual disability, I understand that parks and community centers are not designed for everyone. With a lack of accessible amenities at all parks, an incomplete network of safe bike connections, recreational facilities that welcome some users while excluding others, and discriminatory policies put in place to remove vulnerable members of our community from parks. Many folks are finding themselves excluded. As Park Board Commissioner, I intend to advance universally inclusive solutions that eradicate the systemic obstacles that are preventing many people from participating in the enjoyment of our parks and the many health benefits that they provide. As we've witnessed over the last year, our parks are not adequately prepared to withstand the effects of climate change. We must plan for parks to be more resilient and to provide Vancouverites respite from the rain and hot weather. This includes developing short and long-term climate renewal plans that protect parks from rising temperatures, increased rain, and destructive storm surges. Furthermore, we must build more secure weather-protective covered spaces with access to clean water and toilets to ensure that parks safeguard the people who use these spaces year-round, including the most vulnerable members of our communities. I see climate justice and social equity as being intrinsically connected and parks offer the opportunity for us to enact positive change. So, why should you nominate me for Park Board with One City? Because I will advocate for safer and more universally accessible parks and community centers. I will fight for dedicated bike routes of all ages and abilities. I will support tenacious climate action policies that are inclusive of all residents of Vancouver, and I will defend reconciliation by advancing Indigenous rights at the Park Board level. To learn more about me, check out my website, jada4parks.ca, and please vote to support my nomination on March 3rd. Thanks so much for listening. Hello, my name is Natalie Cushing. I'm a nominee for Park Board with One City. I've lived around the Salish Sea my entire life, and I'm so grateful to make my home on the territory of the Musqueam, Squamish, and Tsleil-Waututh Nations. 
This is where I'm surrounded by the people, plants, and places that I love. I believe our parks and public spaces should celebrate what makes Vancouver special. Our arts and our food, our plants and our pollinators, and the Indigenous people, cultures, and laws that are tied to this land. Through parks, we can have complete resilient communities and functioning ecosystems from the Burrard Inlet to the Fraser River. But we can't wait any longer to begin building that vision. The crises we are seeing are going to get worse. We will need resilient infrastructure, we will need effective democratic government, and we will need each other to rise to the challenges ahead. I'm running for Park Board because Vancouver is facing multiple crises, and the future is bright. We already have the science, strategic plans, and natural capital to build the city we want, now and for future generations. What we need is accountable, accessible government and action. With my background in environmental science, I know green infrastructure is more effective and more affordable than traditional methods, while increasing opportunities for connection with nature close to home. With nearly two decades' experience in nonprofit and charity operations, I know what it takes to run effective social programs and how good governance supports effective service delivery. I have served on the boards of the Greater Victoria Compost Education Centre, Stanley Park Ecology Society, and Highs for Humanity. I recently began volunteering with Vancouver Farmers Market, Adopt a Catch Basin, and Emergency Support Services. I have made my home in Metro Vancouver since 2011. After living in many neighborhoods, I am now happily established in the West End with my husband Josh and senior rescue dog, Oliver. In my free time, I love learning more about the plants, animals, and ecosystems of our region. I'd hope and inspiration for the future of our cities spending time in nature, particularly urban parks and beaches. For me, parks are about connecting with nature and connecting with neighbors. To learn more about me and my priorities, you can visit nataliecushing.ca or find me on Twitter and Instagram. Thank you for your time and for your interest in local government. We can look ahead to Vancouver 2050 with hope and optimism. If we come together and live our values in our cities and our neighborhoods, I hope you will join me. In the words of Jennifer Reddy, we're going to have so much fun. Hi, Canby Report, a longtime listener, first time caller. I'm Serena Jackson, and I am one of your prospective park board candidates for One City. Public spaces are places of refuge, for meeting with community, and for joy. The need for accessible, climate-resilient public spaces has become even more evident throughout the past few years as we have weathered public health emergencies, extreme heat, fires, and floods. These spaces are also among the last remaining venues for free or low-cost activities in an increasingly unaffordable city, and we need to prioritize taking care of them. And we need to make these spaces make sense for more of the people who use them. I think a lot about power and public space and who our public spaces are and aren't built for. And I'm especially curious about how people with disabilities, seniors, young families, our unhoused neighbors, and youth are considered in urban design. When we make our parks and community centers make sense for any one of these groups, everyone benefits. I want to see accessible bathrooms, water fountains, and covered gathering spaces in our parks in every neighborhood. As co-chair of the city's 2S LGBTQ advisory committee, my work includes a review of the Park Board's accessibility and inclusion policies. I'm already working to make our public spaces work for more people, 
And with a seat at the park board table, I can do it faster and in more places. What matters to me is informed by my deep roots in community. I'm a renter in Grandview Woodland, and I love where I live, and I'm an active community member and volunteer. I make an effort to get to know my neighbors, grocery store clerks, posties, and baristas, and I also work as a case manager for at-risk youth and supported housing. This background gives me a deep understanding of class as it relates to public space. I've learned a lot over the past weeks and months in my conversations with One City members and fellow Vancouverites. My brain and my notebooks are full of thoughts on better land use, like the possibility of building affordable housing or childcare facilities on underutilized spaces uh, like golf courses or park parking lots. And it's been delightful to learn that so many people share my passion for public toilets. One City's nomination race comes to a close with the online vote this Thursday and Friday, March 3rd and 4th. The easy part will be approving our five stellar school board candidates, but members are spoiled for choice and must select four council candidates and three park board candidates from this amazing pool of talented folks who have put their names forward. I sure hope my name is on the ballot in October, but if it's not, I still plan to work with the selected team to create a One City Park Board platform that champions access, equity, and climate justice and is informed by the public. So let's keep that conversation going. If you'd like to chat parks and public spaces, please contact me through my website, serenajackson.ca, or get in touch on social media. I'm at love from Serena on Twitter or at down to the water on Instagram. Thanks for listening and take good care. Also running for a park board nomination is TL Tillett Kristen Rivers. Members will elect three park board candidates. Remember, voting is this Thursday and Friday, March 3rd and 4th. If you're a One City member, check your email for voting instructions and good luck to everyone. If you've enjoyed this special episode, we'll hopefully do another for any of the other local parties intending to run an open nomination race. I know people are starting to put their names forward for Vision Vancouver, and we'll keep an eye on the other parties as well. For the Canby Report, I'm Ian Bushfield. <laughs>